Welcome to the Malted Minis, brought to you by the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gullick, joined always with... Brandon Winninger. And... That's Nobody it. Else. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I had big plans for this. Well, not big plans, but I had a really good idea. Uh, do you hear a little crackling by any chance right away while recording? Not right now. Huh. Is it just me when I talk? Anyway, um, I had... Like I had, I thought I felt like I had a really good idea for this episode, but uh, unfortunately, things changed, and uh, we're gonna have to do it another time. But uh, I'm I'm happy. I'm always happy when you and I get to do these malted minis because it's always just kind of like it reminds me of COVID times. <laughs> I had to back. <laughs> yeah, weird. Um, I don't have COVID, by the way, but uh, I COVID is preventing us from doing what we wanted to do. But that's okay. And Brand doesn't have COVID either. Um, we uh, doing these are always a lot of fun because I feel like it's it really kind of encompasses what you and I have always like wanted to do with this show about like just hanging out and having a beard. I feel like this is kind of what it feels like. Like this is a great way of doing it. Like I, yeah. I really like doing the malted minis with you. It's a lot of fun, especially when you and I don't have the same beer because I'm, we both get a chance to like talk about these beers. And I feel like I definitely get hyped up about the beers that you're drinking. So I'm, I always get excited about what you have. And I'm pretty sure I figured out what you're drinking because I saw your, your your glass. So I can't wait to come by soon. Um, <laughs> how, how, other than that, how are you doing, Brandon? I'm good. Uh, tired. Uh, it's been, it seems like it's been a long week. And like work today, I was literally like on meetings nonstop. So, yeah, and then I hopped off that. Finally mowed the lawn after a while. Been like neglecting that. Gotta get and then to I, it, baby. Like I was planning it. Like I wanted to grill today. I grilled yesterday, and I was gonna grill. And I told Beck, I was like, I'm not gonna have time. And she's like, Isn't there leftover pizza? I was like, Oh yeah, we'll just yeah. have leftover pizza. I like when that happens. There's there's plenty of times where I'm like I'm grilling some night. It's gonna be great. And I get home, I'm like I don't, I'm not feeling it. And there happens to be something that's like either easy to make or a delicious leftover ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, and fortunately, we had some leftover Little Caesars pizza that Benjamin de- demanded the other day. <laughs> now, how do you reheat your Little Caesars pizza? Um, I put it in our um, toaster oven on the pizza setting. There you go. There is no other way. I mean, the other, the only other way I should say is an air fryer. Like, yeah. Like, reheated Little Caesars, like, number one. Little Caesars pizza, not that great, but okay in a pinch. Um, For the price, too. Love- I mean, of course. I mean, my daughter loves Little Caesars pizza. Uh, we've had it way too many more times than I'm. I'm embarrassed to admit how many times we've had it. But I've learned that either in the air fryer or like you said, like, you know, in a toaster oven or something or in the uh, like under the broiler or whatever. That's the only way you can do it. If you microwave pizza like that, it's just so like bland. Yeah. It's like sucks. It's soggy. And that's kind of like about like I don't mind reheating tavern style cut pizza in the microwave. I know what I'm getting. It's a soggy, cheesy, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes meaty, uh, piece of pizza. And you can eat it with like a fork kind of becomes almost like soupy. That's fine. But toaster oven, broiler, air fryer, that's the way to reheat pizza. Yeah. And it kind of works out that our toaster oven is also our air fryer. So I it's like, I, I, I think I've done the air fryer setting before. Um, and it, it comes out pretty similar, so just I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna use the button that says pizza and just roll with it. So. Oh, nice! I I reheated some Lumel Nadis recently, 
the deep dish luminized pizza here in Chicago. Uh, and the best part about it is that it made the bottom of the crust like extra crispy. Ooh. You know, and then like the sauce is on top of that pizza and the cheese underneath. But that that uh, nice buttery crust got real crispy. It was it was it was very different. It wasn't like any other time I've had Luminati. So I kind of like that. Um, we don't normally do their thin crust unless uh, unless Mackenzie wants to. Oh man, Aggie has joined the video. You yeah, guys she's can't see this. It's okay. She's being she's extra Aggie. Extra Aggie. That's okay. But anyways, yeah. So oh, it sounds like. Uh, that sounds like my week too, man. My my week has been busy. We're we're doing a bunch of crap at work. Um, a lot of side stuff because our other two factories shut down. So it's just been busy doing a whole bunch of crap. And I went to bed fairly uh, early last night. It was tough to get up, man. It was a tough day at work. I was just kind of tired, and yeah. now here I am, a bunch of people walking around upstairs in my house right now. Um, are you going to work tomorrow? I am. Um, I got the okay. Uh, and so I'm, I got a test when I get there. I don't have any symptoms. Um, when did your mom get in yesterday? Yeah. Uh, yes, she got in yesterday. And, uh, so anyways, my mom has COVID. Uh, um, yeah. And, and she had symptoms of what seemed like a cold or, uh, allergies starting on Sunday. And that's how it's continued. And I jokingly yesterday said, you've got COVID. And then we all kind of stopped and we were like, ah, we should probably make sure you get tested. She did. Tested twice. She got COVID. Her husband does not. My stepdad does not have COVID. We so so far do not have COVID. But uh, we had something planned for Saturday. have some people over and we decided to cancel that, which is for the best, you know. So that's why it kind of feels like a, uh, you know, COVID episode. But I did message uh, the big bosses and... They said, come on in, test yourself, uh, test yourself. If you have symptoms for sure. Um, but if I, I mean, I'm not going to start showing symptoms yet, but if I test and I, there's any, you know, sign of it, then I, I'm going to go home. And if not, yeah. then I'm at work wearing a mask, baby. And everybody already knows that that's what's going on. So keeping my distance. That's what's great about the warehouse. There's plenty of space between all of us. Fun times, fun times. Absolutely. But yeah, other than that, that's all that's going on. So uh, we're doing a malted minis here. Brandon and I have two separate beers. Um, we've, I told him what mine was, and then I figured out what his was. Uh, Brandon, why don't you talk about your beer first? It's funny because I forgot what you said yours was. So <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll bring it back up. Trust me. Um, I am drinking Old Irving Brewing's uh, Cushy Berry, a fruited sour ale. It's a kettle sour ale brewed with strawberry and raspberries and hopped with Hallertau Blanc. I don't think I've had this one. I I think we've talked about some of their, their cushy beers. Um, I, I really enjoy kettle sours. I've done kettle sours. Uh, kettle sours has that like that type of tart, straightforward sourness that I like in sour beers. And uh, and that's it. There's I don't really get like heartburn from them. It's a not cheating. There's a lot that goes into it. There's still a bunch of science, but it's an easier way to to to, to sour a beer. And they yeah. do a great job with their cushy series. Yeah, this um, I think last year was the first time I had this, and um, this is more like these types of beers are really up uh, my wife's alley. Um, but I've never. You know, of all the beers that I, I've gotten to have on tap, I have not had this one, or I haven't had a sour either. So, um, I was looking for something a little more refreshing, but still. When you light. say on tap, you mean on tap at your house? Oh yeah. 
Um, so yes, I, I went today to Old Irving and picked up a freshly kegged keg of this. So I've got uh, a six to on tap and it is pouring great. Um, that's what took I... me. Oh, sorry. sorry <laughs> We're so polite to each other. No, please go ahead. I was going to say that's why it took me a minute to get on because I came down and then I realized I didn't drain the cleaner out yet. So I had to clean the line and finish cleaning the line. Um, Wait, you, you clean your keyser? That's, that's crazy, dude. I've never. Yeah. Uh, so I had, had beer line cleaner in there and I flushed that out as quickly as possible and then ran some of the beer through it. Uh, and then some, star, well, some star sand and then some beer and then poured it and it poured out perfectly, which I was pleasantly surprised. Well, the good news is, is that I am still willing uh, at some point, I think on Sunday, I'll come drop off your other connections. So you can have the other beer that you have to put on tap. Uh, so we can do that. Uh, and in exchange, I will wait outside patiently for a growler of Oni. Yeah. <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> can do that. Can definitely do that. Oh, God. I was so looking forward to that. So the only cushy that I, I think I've had two of their cushies before. I know I've had the blueberry one. The blueberry one is very tasty. Yeah. You had recommended that to me because I think you and Becca both had it. Yep. Um, it was awesome. It's so good. And then I think the other one I had was maybe just like a straight up strawberry one. I, I don't so know sure, looking at the list of the ones that they have, they have cushy black cherry, cushy blood orange, cushy berry, which is what we're drinking right now, cushy island, Ooh. cushy mango peach, and cushy Dang blues. Man. Yeah, Cushy Blues was the one that I had. I don't know if I had any other Cushies. I'm going to look it up right now. And just a heads up for everybody, as I'm recording right now, I am hearing like some type of background, like, I don't know, fuzziness. Uh, so if it's in the recording, I'm sorry. But if not, hey, that's just me sounding crazy. I have I have had Cushy Blood Orange, um, and I had it twice, and I had it in 2021, and I had it in, in 2021 twice. Uh, looks like I liked it. Oh, I had Cushy Berry before. I gave it a, ooh, in 2022, I gave it a three and a half. That's when I was being more realistic, I think, about my, my check-ins. And then Cushy Blues, yeah, I gave that a 4.25. Um, what do you think about this one, man? I like it, man. It's it's tart. Um, I'm getting, getting the fruit. And the fruit... Um, and the Which fruit's getting it, you. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Raspberry and something else? Uh, yeah, you had just said, like, I think strawberry is involved with that, too. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, strawberry and raspberry. Um, plays really well together. Uh, it's it's not overly hoppy. It's not overly bitter. Um, it's really nice and smooth and light-bodied. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed that this is 6%, but wow, it is fantastic. I didn't fantastic. know that. I didn't know that. I wonder if uh, I'm going to pull it back up. I wonder if all their cushies are that much. Yeah, it looks like it's the base. Uh, I am not sure how they uh, flavor it, but it looks like all of the cushies are 6%. I, I have not tried. The, the one I really would love to try is the cushy black cherry. And we'll have to talk to Matthew about that because cushy black cherry sounds really good. But yeah, the. The cushy berry 
yeah, strawberry and raspberry and hopped with the Hallertau Blanc, which is, ugh. and it says in the description, Cushy is our series of easy drinking fruit and sour ales brewed with slightly tart and sweet, ultimately refreshing. Each beer is blended with real fruit juice concentrates, giving a distinct color and flavor. Did we mention this was Old Irving? I did. I believe okay, so. <laughs> if not, that's what it is. Yeah, their 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 kettle sours are are good. It, it reminds me of an easy drinking like like the uh, Freedom series from uh, Revolution. Their kettle sours there. I'm I, I'm I'm almost one hundred percent positive that the uh, Revolution Brewing Freedom beers um, are kettle sours. <laughs> Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. I actually, I, I was saying that so I can look. At, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, but that's what it reminds me of because it's so like it's easy drinking and kettle sours to me. Like that's what that's what I want from them. That's why I go for kettle sours because they're they're just they're not abrasive. It's that nice little bit of tartness that uh, just kind of makes it super refreshing and that fruit flavor. And they use the you know, older we use the concentrates. Um, they as we know from other beers we have from them use really good, you know, top quality ingredients. So those concentrates are fantastic. It's really, really good. Yeah. I almost went with, um, instead of drinking this, uh, went with a, a different kind of Hellas. The from old Irving. Yeah. You know, did you only get one beer of that? No. Can I have one he, of those two? Yeah. Um, <laughs> He gave me so he pulled he pulled out a six pack and then um, me and him both had one so we, we sat there and I talked to him for a while and then he just gave me the rest of the four pack so I mean I want to go and buy it as well but I also just want to drink it now and I'm I'm, I'm not trying to go to any stores as of right now I'm trying to stay it is uh, that one was super fucking tasty too um, for for a Hellas like really light bodied. Um, it's a, it's a pre prohibition, uh, corn based, uh, beer. And it was, I, I think you'll like it, you know, with your newfound love of lagers, I think that can fit into your world. I was going to say like Hellas, as everybody knows, um, the Hellas lager is other than dark lagers is really like, I love Hellas lagers. They're so tasty. And like, to me, they're the most, uh, refreshing. This is, is this the which one is this? This is blood. Yeah, this is Bloodletter, right? Yep. Oh no. Well, Bloodletter no. is that's the, the IP, that's a red one. No, well, Bloodletter is what the they did the collab with. Bloodletter is the band, I believe. Well, I'm uh, before we you know, let me go to their website uh, because they do have one called Bloodletter, which is a red IPA, which Ooh. is not the same as what we're we're talking about because this is a this is a collaboration with uh, a band which is super cool and uh let's yeah see the band is bloodletter okay so is this a different kind of hells that's what yeah it's called. yeah different kind so of yeah a different kind of hellas light lager brewed with lager grain bill including torrified maize and lightly hopped with noble hop saws collab with chicago metal band bloodletter so this is i think this might be their second collaboration with them i need to start listening to these guys because the fucking artwork is amazing yeah, and it comes in 12-ounce cans, which is, which awesome. is super cool. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to try that. Uh, I will buy some, but I want some from you for free first. 
Yeah, I was talking. I was talking to Matt about it or Matthew about it, and then we were talking about um, how they got their canning set up to do twelve ounce cans. And I just casually said, "I said, I wonder uh, if you'd ever do like Krampus in a twelve ounce can." And he had mentioned like they had even talked about doing eight ounce cans of Krampus. Wow, I, I think twelve ounce cans would be super. I mean, I like the sixteen ounce idea. It's an especially around the holidays when you have that. Like, it's a nice long like drinking experience in fact mm-hmm. uh, clark clark just recently checked into uh krampus and the, the buff uh, <sighs> mentioning how delicious it is uh so pretty jealous about that um uh man i'm i, I really hope this scratching i think the scratchiness is coming from my microphone i really hope it doesn't record <laughs> i haven't been hearing it all right well i can hear it on my side so hopefully that's not the case um what the hell are we talking about? Okay, sizes. Pop up. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Clark just recently <laughs> got a 17 minutes. Remember to make a little edit. Um, <laughs> I won't remember that. Um, yeah, Clark had just recently had uh, Krampus in the Bob. And like having a 12 ounce can of that would be awesome. I mean, the 16 ounce is really nice to just kind of sit there and sip on. But splitting it. And it's nice ounces, when you're sharing. Like Absolutely. But a 12 ounce, you know, split is kind of nice, too, especially when we're recording to do like six ounces each and just between you and I and be like, all right, cool. We can have another one. And now it's we've had one full barrel age. Yeah. Well, how many? Uh, sorry, I don't know if you want to talk about the, the beer anymore. I was going to ask you to rate it right now. If that's OK. No, I can. I can go ahead and do that. How many schnozberries would you give this beer? Uh, four and a half, four, four, two, five, four and a half, roughly. Nice, nice. That's that seems fair. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know. Maybe it's because of how fresh it is in the keg. Um, I feel like this tastes a lot, and maybe because it's being poured from freshly cleaned lines. I don't know. Not saying that Old Irving doesn't clean their lines, but like literally, <laughs> this was oh, the man, first thing that came out. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> this is the first thing that came off like right after I cleaned the line, and it. it Tastes better than I remember it, like having it at Older Ring. And I, I'm super glad that I got this. I was uh, surprised because you gave, you were, you were telling me so many, like you asked me, or at least you told me what the options were. And I went with, I mean, I went like with Goat Destroyer, which is their Maybach, which having that on tap sounds cool in theory. <laughs> yeah. But also that's, that's, it's a great beer. I love that beer, but I mean, I don't know if you're necessarily going back to have like two my box back to back unless you're yeah. like, hey man, it's Saturday, just hanging out. And then you've had Della before on tap, which is their Kolsch, which is very good. Beezer you've had on tap, which is their <clears throat> hazy IPA, also very good. Um, was there something else? And that was cushy, just cushy then, right? Oni. Oni. Um, man, I mean, Doji. Doji. Doji, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think cushy was the right choice. I'm looking forward to having some fresh cushy uh from your basement man or from the studio ears hey when you come to watch the cats you'll have two older options on tap (laughs) i laura's gonna have some issues when i'm coming home from feeding your cats because it'll be hours and i'll just play your star wars game i'll start a new game because you've got the new (laughs) xbox and i'll be like yes i gotta beat this game in a week while you know you guys are gone uh and then i'll just sit around drink cushy i'll I'll probably sleep in the basement i'll just be like look it makes sense for me to be closer (laughs) it would be fantastic uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, good choice. Um, I also went with a local beer, a beer that I have 
I don't I don't even know if I checked this in, but uh, I have bought it randomly and I've bought it a lot because it is a very easy drinking hazy IPA. It's Half Acres Waybird, which is a hazy IPA. And I'll go ahead and read the description. I don't know if I've had that. Um, Get it. <laughs> or, or, or if I have one left, I'll bring it over in exchange for uh, the uh, not your average Hellas. Uh, Waybird is where you want Hazy IPA to live. Rooted in El Dorado and HBC 586. Heavy waft citrus and stone fruit. Just enough bitterness to keep it grounded in the half acre flavor realm. Big mouthfeel, easy drinking, and clean IPA for your friends. Oh, from your friends on Balmoral Avenue. That's their other. Uh, their, well, not the other. That's their only location now. Uh, it's year round, six point five percent. It comes in a twelve ounce, twelve pack, and sixteen ounce, four packs, and it's on draft. Um, as far as you have checked this in before too, by the way, you have or I have. You have. What did I give it? Let's 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 not say that. Let's see what you okay. end up rating. Okay, it. Yeah, I like that. I, I've definitely like, like I said, I've I've had it. it it's kind of become. My there's a couple IPAs locally that I or yeah, locally that I've kind of just been like, man, this is this is my jam. And Waybird has become that beer where I don't check it in because like just become my at home beer. I don't need to check it in all the time. Uh, And I was lucky enough two weeks and two weekends ago when I was working Square Roots Fest when they blew through two other uh, God, I can't remember what the other two beers were that we had on tap from half acre, but Vallejo and Waybird were the other two beers we ended up replacing it with. So we had an IPA and a hazy IPA and I was so excited because Waybird is very good. Waybird to me is almost like a, I know it's six and a half percent, but it really comes off as like a sessionable hazy IPA. There's nothing offensive about it. There's a bit of sweetness. There's a bit of bitterness. There's a nice mouth feel. It's light. It's not heavy. When I, you know what I like about hazy IPAs when I burp, I get like a nice like hop flavor. There's like the citrus or piney or whatever, <laughs> like fruitiness. Like that to me is a really good, like to me, that's a great sign of a hazy IPA. I had a, a, a hazy IPA the other night that I got from Beer on the Wall. I bought it because of the label. So it was a tribute to MF Doom. Uh, and it was, it smelled great, but it was very bitter. Like it wasn't, it looked great, smelled great. The, the fruitiness on it was really good, but there was no sweetness to help balance out the, the bitterness. And when I think of hazy IPAs, I think of like a smooth velvety mouthfeel that has like a bit of sweetness and, and fruitiness to it Okay, and a touch of like hoppiness to it. Like there's hot butcher beers that I like because they've mastered that but then there's some of those hot butcher like hazy ipas that are just like too much of that hot bitterness that it's it becomes like it's a green like uh, i don't know just like you're chewing on a hop and sometimes that happens but waybird to me is probably like the fact that they mass produce this uh here in chicago and I'm, i don't know if it's distributed anyplace else but it's the 12 ounce cans and the 12 pack and the 16 ounce four packs. And it's on draft like such a great job, such a great job on this beer. I think for people who are on the fence about hazy beers and 
because it might lean too much on the fruitiness, but you also are looking for like maybe like more beer flavor. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It really is. It's I'm, I'm kind of like, what was the the barrel aged? I give you that barrel aged barley wine. Remember from uh, Pipeworks? Oh yeah. Did you end up drinking that yet? No. God damn it, man! Yeah, we we gotta. We, that should have been your recording tonight because I need your 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 feedback on that. Everybody wants to know what Brandon's feedback is. I kind of feel the same way about this beer. I I really like it. It's really tasty. It's it's super refreshing. Um, it's just easy to to drink through. I mean, I drank through half of it. I, I poured it before we started. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned when once you mentioned square roots. I think this might have been where I had it. I think that's where did I, I give it. you some Waybird? I think yeah, yeah, that because I worked one day. That was yeah, that was around the time. I think I gave you. I think Waybird might have been the last beer that I gave you. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's a lot of citrus. I, I really enjoy the. I, I like hazy IPAs that focus more on the citrus. Stone fruit is great too, but like the citrus hazy IPAs, I really like. Not the pithy, but like this like. Kind of reminds you of like orange juice or lime or lemon, but like zesty with like just a hint of bitterness. But this is it's refreshing. It's a really refreshing beer. Some hazy IPAs can be very heavy and just kind of bog you down. Um, but this is like a solid, solid beer. Better than some of the bigger, quote unquote, hazy IPAs that are mass produced. And, you know, this is this is great. I I hope everybody gets to try this beer. It's very good. And it's, you know, it's an actual hazy IPA. You can't see through it. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think uh, when it, as I, you know, get more and more into hazies, I do, I'm kind of in the camp of the, the citrus stuff, you know, and I'm, I'm a, I love orange juice. So having things that are like reminiscent of that um, definitely is appealing. And if I, I think I, if I remember correctly, that's what I enjoyed most about that beer when I had it. So good, good choice. Um, I, I think it would be fun to do, uh, sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to okay. there. I think it'd be fun to do a, cause Clark is also, I think Clark and I are both on the same page as far as hazy IPAs go that it would be fun for Clark and I to put together a tasting of hazy IPAs for you. Uh, to see like if we can find ones that like you really like, you know what I mean? Like, huh? ba- just like seriously, based off of what you just said, and I kind of have an idea of like, I mean, you and I definitely know what kind of beers we like. We've talked about it for <laughs> years now. We know what our yeah. favorite types of beers are. <laughs> uh, and it'd be fun for you to do vice versa. If like you know you are a bigger Belgian beer drinker than I am, but you know about the things that I like, so it'd be cool for you to like you know, put together some like certain Belgian beers for me to drink that you'd think I'd really like. Oh, curate some episodes. Hazy versus Belgian. Ooh. Not versus, but hazy and Belgian. Ooh, a hazy Belgian IPA. No, that's a past. <laughs> so, okay. I, without you checking, I have your previous check-in that you have in there. So uh, if you could, how many, uh, how many, uh, Lake Michigan seagulls. Would you give this? I'm glad you went with that. I was going to say bird shits. Uh, I'm going 4.25 to 4.3. Okay. What What did I give it on Untapped? 4.25. Yeah. See, I mean that that, and that's as much as you know beers that I really like. I give a four because I feel like oh, I really like this. I'll drink it again. When I get past four, 
that's like serious for me because you know three mm. and a half is like it's a good beer I, I drink it i'm trying to be more realistic about that that is for sure a 4.25 because i really do like this beer at six percent even like you could really drink this like on a hot day and not feel like bogged down by it just as much as you're drinking that cushy you know what i mean you went yep. in between these two uh, it's fantastic i mean having it at you know a packed festival yeah um, it was pleasant to drink so i enjoyed yeah, it yeah and and I feel like it hits everything that you'd want from like a regular IPA or if you want like a fruity beer or, you know, it's it's not something that's overly abrasive when it comes to a hazy IPA. They they nailed this and, you know, Half Acre really nails a lot of their stuff. So very happy with this beer that they do. Sweet. Um, Sorry, I had to mute the mic to burp a bunch. Yeah, I was going to say you had another option that you were going to go with. What was that? Um, oh, fuck, which, <laughs> uh, hold on. Give me, give me, give me one second. I, I know what it is. Uh, <laughs> if I can type because I do really like these. It is. And I, if I'm not mistaken, oh, why doesn't the fucking website city work? water seltzer? Yeah. Uh, and it's, that is by fuck. The brewery is Salamoth. That is theirs, oh, yeah. by the way. Uh, and I was turned on by them because they did a collaboration with Run the Jewels. They did a pink lemonade uh, hard seltzer, which was delicious. And I've gotten their mix pack before. Um, I had the, the my favorite is it's an orange. Uh, I don't know if it's like Mandarin orange or uh, oh, Valencia orange and cranberry, which is very good. But the other one that I have is just like straight up lime if i'm not mistaken uh it reminds me of like having a regular like carbonated water with a touch of lime like it's it's dangerous if you're gonna sit there and drink it but if you have it in your head like there is alcohol in this so just sit there and enjoy it and drink it but it's one of the best seltzers that I've, i've i've ever had they they do a phenomenal job the pink lemonade one with run the jewels is so fucking good man. yeah i'm gonna have to try it because there haven't been too many hard seltzers that i have tried and then like there's you know even less of that that i actually enjoyed so do you uh, like regular carbonated water in general i do okay i feel like this 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 will be this would be more up your alley for sure, because it does come off like you like went to the grocery store to get like, oh, it's a lime flavored carbonated water. There isn't that boozy fa- like f- like I don't know, how to, like a fake flavor. Like I feel like really good carbonated water is just like here's that like carbonated water with carbonation. In it, and then there's here's a flavor and it's nice and it's good because, mm-hmm. you know, it's water. That's what this kind of gives. <laughs> that's what this kind of gives off without there being like, and there's like this weird aftertaste. Oh yeah. That's alcohol, but that's not. Yes. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Cause that would not be appealing. All right. Yeah, I'll I, ski- I, I was going to no, say, because like the carbonated water thing in general, like that's like my, you know, when I do dry January, normally I put water on tap and just have carbonated water in the basement and just drink that. I, I need to get back to just having that because I keep buying like, you know, eight packs and 12 packs of different carbonated water. I really do love carbonated water. Sometimes it helps me wake up in the morning. Sometimes it's a great, uh, if I'm feeling hungry at work and I like, you know, what, grab one of those, 
and it you know it it it, it uh, satisfies my I want a snack of shitty food that co-workers have lying around for me to eat. <laughs> but yeah, I love it, man. I, I love carbonated water. It it's fills fantastic. you up with carbonation. Exactly. It's like Willy Wonka. You know what I mean? Like just putting those bubbles in me, baby. Uh, I still I, I still think we need to do a carbonated water uh, episode, our hard seltzer. Um, we'll see what I got left by the time Sunday rolls around because I still am going to hang out on Saturday. If I got a Waybird and this uh, hard seltzer, I'm bringing it over to you. If not, next time I get them, <laughs> I'll make sure to save them for you. But definitely try city water, man. City water is, is super, super tasty. Good. good Noted. Um, All right. Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say right away. I was going to say something, and then I just... Was it something cool? <clears throat> no, I think I was going to ask you about Saturday. Um, like, if you guys... What am I, you, what am I, if you are my plans now? Yeah, y'all just going to chill in the yard? <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're going to hang on the yard, and we're just going to kind of keep our distance. We are kind of self-isolating on different floors and different rooms here. Um, I did have the idea because I've got a whole I realize that I have all these like frozen jalapenos from last year that are in like a air like tight vacuum sealed bag that I was like, oh, you know, what I should do is, is smoke them to like make Ooh. chipotles, then dry them out and add them to like a homemade adobo sauce. Of course, you're going to get some of those because Brandon, by the way, the people I've been sharing your jerky with at work, they said, when are you getting more? And I said, what I need to do is either buy the meat or supply ideas and ingredients so that we can make that happen because your last two batches went real fast. The mango habanero and the brisket with the scorpion. Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Uh, So I figured, why don't I make some chipotle peppers and adobo sauce, give you some so you can maybe use that as a marinade for some of the meat because that'd be fun because it'd be smoky. Not too much heat. Uh, But yeah, I think we're just going to hang out. I'm going to, I just pulled out uh, some ribs from the freezer. I'm going to defrost those, maybe throw those on the smoker and just kind of keep it low key at home and hang out in front of the house, but not come in contact with anybody because. Put a gate up around. Don't come to us. Stay away. So we'll we'll, yeah. we'll do a we'll, we'll do a makeup uh, family and friends and kids party in August. Speaking of ribs, I realized I was going through the freezer today. I'm like, I've got and I've got like another, there's five frozen slabs of ribs down here. Me too. Me too. And then another one that's not frozen that's in the fridge upstairs. Actually, so that no, then it would be six because I do also have a slab of. St. Louis. St. Louis style ribs. Yeah. Dude, do you know what you need to do with St. Louis? If you, if you don't want to throw them on the grill, throw them in the pressure cooker and then make like a nice uh, like teriyaki type sauce and throw them in the broiler. Ooh. Asian style St. Louis ribs are fantastic. But yes, I, I'm with you. I've got like, I think I have the same amount of, of ribs. So I figured, you know what? They're here. Let me make some, let me throw it on the smoker and do the three, two, one method for the first time and we'll see what happens because I got all day. You know what I mean? I got yeah. it all day. Like I said, I might stop by your house tomorrow. <laughs> so these beers, <laughs> I want that growler pony, and I want to try the Hellas. Um, but yeah, man, uh, this was great. Um, a lot of fun. Always doing these uh, multi minis with you. Good choice in beer. We both chose local again, and I look forward to doing this again with you soon, buddy. Yeah, not bad for a thirty-five minute mini episode. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, guys. Sometimes we do like ten minutes, and when I got the when we got those eight minutes episodes, I'm embarrassed. I feel so yeah. bad. Like I don't, I don't know how many of you are actually like. Oh, I can't wait to hear what these guys have to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
what stupid shit are they going to say this week? Well, now you guys got almost pretty much like a full episode. But uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, subscribing, liking, commenting. Uh, we appreciate it. We have merch in the, the store if you guys want shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs. Is that what we got? Those are three things? I think so. Yeah. have to add some more stuff on there. We're working on some other stuff, too, so there might be some things in the future. But we we appreciate everybody uh, for listening and, and continuing to support us. So thank you very much. Uh, yes, thank you. On, yeah. I speak on behalf of those other guys that uh, are occasionally on the show. Dan's streak has come to an end because we didn't invite him. I did invite Clark, but he was busy tonight. But Clark's, Clark's return is coming. It's imminent. Yeah. I can feel it. This was very last minute scheduled anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, we, 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 I mean, really, we could record a couple more this weekend. Let's go throw that out there. Yeah. See how it goes. Plenty, plenty of random shit. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmw81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.